It's Fun Friday, and your weekend has just begun. Woohoo! Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Fun Friday, and we have Jesse Duplantis joining us again, and he is talking to us about a uh, job that he got when he was 17, and it's a really funny story. Here's Jesse. 17 years old, got a job with Texaco. Anybody ever work in the oil industry here? Hold your hand if you've been in the oil industry. How many of you know what the, the terminology offshore work is? How many of y'all ever been offshore? Hold your hand up. Work at six and six, seven and seven, 14 and seven, 10 and five, five and two. This is all terminology, going out on the rigs. Well, when I was a kid, they paid good money. We'd go out there and work in the summer times and things like that so we could get some extra money. You know, and if you work three months, you'd have enough saving money, you could buy a brand new car. Of course, a brand new car then cost $3,200, brand new. Volkswagen, brand new, $1,795. Oh Beautiful car. How many people remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the people forgot them. <laughs> All right. So I got me a job. I became what you call a cook's helper. They call it in the oil field a flunky. A flunky means you're a cook's helper. You get up at 4.30 and prepare breakfast for the guys that are going on the rigs. Now, you offshore. They fly you out there by chopper. They set you down. You're 140 miles out in the Gulf. And it's nothing to see 15-foot swells. Or if there's a hurricane out there, you get saved. Baptist speaking tongues, Presbyterian speaking tongues. <laughs> Because when a wave hits that derrick and that derrick goes, whoa. How many men have experienced that? Hold your hand up right here if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. But I'm a cook's helper because I want to make $2.15 an hour. Big money in those days. Before, they would pay you 90 cents an hour. So you made $2.15 an hour with a major all come. All right. So I go out there. Man, and I work. And I got to meet the tool pusher. The tool pusher is the head man on the rig. Now he boss hog. He run the show. Every tool pusher I knew was either bald-headed or fat. Usually kind of a big man. Been in the oil industry. Rough hands, thick hands. He didn't like the way the building that was on the, we had the drilling platform. It was a big, big platform out there. He didn't like the way it looked. He thought it was dirty. So he said, call that, go get me that flunky. Tell that flunky to come in here. I want to talk to him. So the cook comes up to me and says, Jesse, tool pusher, I want to see you. I said, the tool pusher? That's like First thing, a flunky, a cook, you don't never talk to the tool pusher. Tool pusher talk to the company man, you understand? I mean, the flunky is the last guy on the totem pole. Somebody drops something, you pick it up. You know, you just do it. He said, he want to see you. I said, okay. So I walk in there. I said, uh, I need to talk to the tool pusher. And the radio operator said, what for? What are you doing in here? I said, hey, don't get mad at me, Jack. Tool pusher want to see me. And the tool pusher says, that flunky out there? I said, yes, sir. He said, come on in here. So I walk in there, boy, and I look around. You see them little red stars, Texaco and drilling rig. He got a desk. My Lord, you peel his tomatoes. He didn't like tomatoes with skin on them, so you had to peel them. You bring it to him, you serve that man. As a head man on that rig, whatever he says, you do. He looks at me and he says, uh, you know, it's the front of this building dirty. I want you to clean this building. I said, you want me to clean the building? I said, how am I going to clean it? He said, we've got a fire hose over there. He said, we've got a pump. We've got a pump that can pump out thousands of feet of case in the tube, and he said, just hook that pump up and wash off this building. I don't like all this junk out here. Get all this oil in it. Called dope. Anybody? Not, not dope like that. This is grease on threads. He said, I want you to clean that up. I said, yes, sir. He said, if you do a good job, might make you a roster belt. I said, a roster belt? 
It makes $3.20 an hour. I said, I want to be a roustabout. I can get me some money, buy me a car. He said, I, I said, okay. I said, sir, when I finish with this building, it'll be so clean, you can better drag your tongue across the front of this building without getting a speck of dust. He looked at me and went, well, I'll try one thing. They always choose, I'll try one thing here. We'll see about that, young man. She said, they can get that done this afternoon? I said, yes, sir. So I went back to the cook. I said, I ain't peeling potatoes today. I'm going to wash the tool pushing shack. Or we call it the shack in this building. So I go out there. Now, I am not a mechanical man, but I'm about ready to tap into the source. <laughs> I'm talking major source here. So I go out there. I look at this pump. I said, let me get, and I'm looking for a water hose. I can't find it. We used to call them a hose pipe. Where's the hose pipe? I said, there ain't no hose pipe. I look over there. I said, well, and I noticed there's different fittings. I looked down there, and the fire hose that he was talking about was a little, it's only about this big. I went and find me a five-inch fire hose. I took it off the wall. This thing is this big. I looked down there, and I, I said, it fit this connection. So, man, I cranked that connection up. I think, well, I washed the building off. I don't, I don't try to do the best I can. I'm about ready to tap into the source. So I go over there, one of these rostabouts come on. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm gonna wash the building off. He said, with that? I said, yeah. He went, I got to see this. I got to see this. I said, listen here, man. I said, tool push told me to do it. He said, hey. He said, you want me to help you put that pump on? I said, yeah. He said, okay. And I know what he could think. Look at this idiot. But I'm 17 years old, got one hair on my chest. Boy, I'm ready. Got my hard hat on. I grabbed that hose, got a brass fitting on the end of it. I said, okay, put it on. <laughs> I was about to become one with that hose. But I didn't know it. I was about ready to break the power of natural law. So the guy starts it. A little water. He runs over. He said, if you want any more pressure, you got to turn that valve. But he didn't turn the valve. So I'm sitting there. I said, no, man. So I walk over to that valve, that pump. I said, he said, this one. I hear that pump go. I said, yeah, that, that ought to do it. All of a sudden, I see that hose go. And I run. I run and grab the. I grabbed in that hose. And brother, I break, I break all the windows. the radio operator out of his chair. I am cleaning. Wow. I mean knocking dirt, mud. Then I hear the pump go, and I, I can barely hold this pump, this hose. But I know if I turn this thing loose, it'll beat me to death. All of a sudden, this is the pump goes. I see the Rastabai's laughing, but he ain't laughing no more. He runs over there, and when he touches the thing, the valve breaks. Boom! 
I mean, I'm getting hit, but I don't know how much pressure I'm holding. One man cannot hold a five-inch fire hose. All of a sudden, I'm in the air. Going, help! Help! I, I mean, enough of this thing to beat, bust my brain. Down. Got me flipping, flopping. They don't know what to do. Man, this motorman comes running, takes a sledgehammer, starts beating that pump. And I'm going, ah! But, but, I, but people come out and knock him down. He hit that pump and broke it. He went, Phew! And I, I mean, I must have been 20 feet, picking me up. Bam! I come down, holding on to that. The tube pusher come out. <laughs> he looks at me. I said, it's clean, Mr. Cochran. It's clean. <laughs> all the desks, the windows are knocked out. I blew all this, I mean, you, one man cannot, you have seen four or five firemen on a hose like, and they got, you see them doing this? You can imagine a 117 pound boy, but I didn't turn loose to that hose. I knew it would kill me if I would have. God, I do wish you look at me. He said, I'll tell you one thing, it sure is clean, boy. He said, but I'll tell you this, I asked you to clean the outside, not the inside. You know what I'm saying? I said, uh, uh, it, it broke. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> then that two pushers started laughing. <laughs> Here come the radio operator. He said, I never thought I would drown standing up. <laughs> I mean, I cleaned that place. He said, what did you do? I tapped into the source. That's a true story, it literally happened. Tapped into the source. You know, I became a friend of that tooth pusher. I thought he was going to fire me. That's it. Get your bag, sack. Get out. You're gone. He said, well, you did clean it. I said, Mr. Cockin, there ain't a piece of dirt on it. I said, just look at there, Mr. Cockin. He said, yeah, but just a day and a wind in it. Neither. He said, you almost killed that radio operator. And he grabbed me by the head. He said, I never did lock that radio operator in. He said, he got, he's too smart for rich. I said, yes, sir, he is. <laughs> what he said? I broke the power of natural law. It picked me up, see? And in my next session, I'm going to deal with how to control it. <laughs> I know exactly where I'm at. See? Because you see, there's enough power stream in God, and some people get nuts with it. They're trying to get people saved, and even before you know it, they're blowing everybody out the seats. But if it's controlled, it'll bring great service for people. It'll heal their sick bodies. It'll save their sick souls. It'll get people out the grave. It'll cause people to walk in divine authority.
That was Jesse Duplantis, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Jesse Duplantis, A Merry Heart Doeth Good Like a Medicine, Volume 3. You can also find out more information about him at his ministry website, jdm.org. Well, that is all I have for you today. Hope you have an amazing weekend, and I will see you again tomorrow, or actually on Monday, for another episode of Morning Moxie. God bless. God bless.